Welcome back to What's the Point Creative Podcast with myself, Blaze, Chris and Tyrone. This is episode 54. What are you man saying? I'm good, bro. What are you saying? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm all good. Chris, what are you saying? We're laughing. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just happy to be here, if I want to be. Um, just really digging Blaze's new hairdo. You know, my new head, it's coming like yeah, he's coming like basically he's just got a trim for all our listeners. He's coming like his name is Kyle Walker because he's got he's got football practice later on. So you know, right you, back as well. Yeah. later on, you know, I should yeah. be on my way right now, man. He's got, he's got training, guys. So yeah, but um, yeah, I've been I've been really good actually. Yeah, I got my um, I upgraded my race license last week. So yeah, big things international racing license now. So yeah, sick, but, sick, sick. From the design front, um. Yeah, I got my. I'm doing my, up my B Hunts page, so that goes for you two and all other people out there to give me a nice follow and appreciation. Tyrone, I'm talking to you. I know you're looking away. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, no, but we're good though. We're good. How about you guys? I've been right, man. Oh, uh, work-wise, actually, it's been good because um, this week I've been working on uh, like a, a Brit Awards slash. Amazon Music. Okay. So basically, yeah, I think Amazon Music is the official music partner for this year's Brit Awards. Oh, Brit Awards. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so basically. I thought you said Greek can... Awards. I was about to say, no, what the fuck fam. is Greek Awards? <laughs> no, Brit Awards, fam. Oh, Greek okay, Awards, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. yeah. So, yeah, I've been, I've been work, working on a uh, web page for that. So, it's been good, man. It's been sick, though, still. It's probably the first design I've been. You know what? Yeah. How many? How many? Um, how, kilobytes? Device, yeah. how many kilobytes yeah. did they give you or megabytes? No, web is fine, isn't it, bro? We just have to make sure it's low, isn't it? So the images have to be below three hundred just for the speed, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, but everything else is calm, man. It's not those stupid homepage takeovers, isn't it? But yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Besides, I'm good, What do you think, please? Uh, what have I been up to? Don't think much, you know. I've just been chilling. New season of Call of Duty started, so I was banging it out over the oh weekend. Oh my god! Don't oh. even start me with that no- that flashback nonsense. It's gone from armistice no, 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 to no. flashback. That no, trash. No, no. <laughs> Chris, Chris, Chris. Yeah, don't ever play with Blaze, right? Imagine, yeah, on mm. um on Monday we were playing in it, yeah, and he was doing shit, right? Mm. So my guy decided to just quit the game. See, oh guys, I yeah, can't deal Blaise, with this. Blaze was like one of those kind of guys nah, where you man, just exit the game. The, <laughs> they ruined the game, innit, of the previous update. They've made all the guns like flipping pea shooters, man. Like It's like shooting paintball <laughs> guns now. Why is it taking like 10 years to kill a man? And then when there's like three people in front of me, I can't win. You can't win because it takes like a whole clip to kill a man. Blaze Blazes out here condoning violence, guys. Oh my, oh my God. Bravo, trust me. Yeah. The guy ducked out, bro. Like in the middle of the game said, now nah, guys, I'm out. See ya. I'm like, okay then. <laughs> nah, it's, it's frustrating, obviously. Because obviously I know how the game felt before and then they just quickly just updated it and they've changed everything up in it. So it's just frustrating as a player, isn't it? Yeah, that's all right. Anyway, speaking about players and competition. So have you man heard about the, um, okay, the announcement that happened last week, but then the whole thing got shut off in it the super league <laughs> yeah man yeah, who the, has funny, it? the funniest thing like, oh yeah I was out shooting in it I was out shooting some drone shots uh, for my cousin like doing skating and then Tyrone's ringing me while I'm shooting drones in the sky and man's ringing me 
<laughs> telling me, oh, and then obviously, and then the funniest thing, I said, oh, I'll call you back later. And then obviously on the way, when I was like coming home from that shoot, my cousin was talking to me about the Super League thing, telling me about it. And then you was obviously ringing me about that. So it's this weird coincidence that two people were basically within the space of like an hour was talking to me about the same thing. Mm. But, but it was mad just the way like it kind of broke down. I think for me, because I'm just looking at it from where like how the information was kind of kind of given to us because mm. I think the new news broke on Sunday from Sky but then and then Sky kind of positioned themselves as like oh we are the good guys and the owners are the bad guys in it which yeah. to me I felt some type of way I'm thinking nah bro don't do do that just give the audience, the people, the information, and then allow us to actually decide on our own. Because right now, what you're doing is you're kind of portraying the owners to be in a bad light without mm-hmm. actually giving the reasons why they're trying to do what they're trying to do. Like, give us the information, in it. Yeah. But because the whole thing was a bit... Oh, I yeah. think, yeah, it's mad anyway. I knew from the get-go, even when my cousin was talking to me about it, I said, it's not going to happen. When you rung and I said, it's not going to happen. Nothing's going to change. There's too much money at stake. And then I'm hearing the government are getting involved and saying they're going to like shut it down. So I was like, yeah, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what does the government have to do with f- football, guys? It's, no, not, it's not football itself. It's the money. Remember, everything generates money, isn't it? So as soon as they can see like a big portion of their money is going to be gone, they're going to get involved. And that's mad because, like, right, it's like everyone else is piping up, but then nobody was saying anything about the whole Black Lives Matter movement, everything going on last year, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But because their pockets are hurt, everyone is loud now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, and obviously... My... I th- go on. Go on, go on, no, please, go on. Oh, go on, go on, go on. Obviously, I think it would have been, like, I knew we were going to go through anyway because... At, in the short in the short run, it might help like the players and certain money, but I don't think it's a long game. It's just a quick try and grab the peas. That's why I knew it wasn't gonna happen, and I think it would disrupt so much mm-hmm. of football. It would probably ruin football, like if it went ahead. Like in the short term, it might be good for three to five years, but over the, once it's done, the contract was up or whatever. Because I don't think it was going to be a long thing. Mm-hmm. They would have just it would have just like made football go back about twenty years, I reckon. So mm-hmm. the growth is took, it would have just went back. Did you get it? And obviously, yeah. it's Americans, isn't it? You wanted to come in and do it. I and mean, you can't trust the Americans, man, when it comes to these things. Yeah, because I think everyone was saying that they wanted to set up a, um, an NFL type of league. Because in NFL, in the States, you can't get like relegated and you have to be approved mm-hmm. by all the owners to have a new team, innit? Yeah. So... What's right though, My thing is this, right? When it came to the whole Super League thing, looking at it from like a commercial standpoint, right? Because let's be honest, when it comes to sport nowadays, a lot of it's like commercial advertising, blah, 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 right? Resulting in making money. What is the, what would have been the Super League's like USP? Because if you think about it, yeah, you're getting the big teams in Europe. There's already the Champions League. Do you know what I mean? Mm. If you go a bit lower to the teams who, let's say, they're big, but they didn't really make the cut in terms of performance-wise, then you get the Europa League. Europa League, yeah. So then what's, what's, what would the Super League have come in as to be like, you know, yeah, this is our USP and like this is what it is that we're uniquely doing and providing to people. That's why it is that I just feel like that was 
a commercial, a commercial flop from the beginning. But also... And so it's the fire festival of the right. football world. You could say that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? But also, if you look at it from, like, another angle, I feel like it was a really good experience for, I think, almost everything, really, that any, like, sort of regime or any idea that's put forward. Because it just goes to show the power of, like, unity. Do you know what I mean? That I feel... Mm. You saw how it was in really give or take the space of 48 hours, people united so much, there was so much uproar to the point where the thing collapsed. The, 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 the front runners being the guys who were putting this thing out there, you know, the Abramoviches and all of these other guys, right? Mm-hmm. They felt the pressure. You can have all those millions and billions or whatever, right? But if you don't have football or sport at that matter with fans, you're not going anywhere. Do you know what I mean? You know, yeah. and I feel like it's something which that we could all learn, maybe going forward with like people's views on the coronavirus or lockdowns or whatever, or like any like racial kind of uh, protests and discrepancies that people have. You know, I feel it was it was a really good thing to see people come together, but it's a shame that it's only sport that can invoke such behaviour. This change, you know. Yeah. But also, do you also think that it was like ten years too late, bro? Because not gonna lie to you, I would rather have seen like Ronaldinho, Perlo, like them man there mm. when they're on their prime. Because mm. now, like, who cares about Barca, bro? Like, you got Messi, yeah, come. But I'm not excited about that. For me, I think it was ten years ago. Yeah, it was yeah. banged in it. Now, what's happened in football is like um, now it's pretty spread out anyway. Like in terms of like players, it's not like there's one team having the best players in the world. Yeah. You get it. Now it's like, mm-hmm. it's spread across all different teams. So it's like, mm-hmm. you're not really looking to face them teams. And obviously Barcelona's dropped in quality anyway. And they've lost that. Yeah. They've lost their big names. They've only got Messi right now, really and truly. Yeah. You get it. So I think, yeah, like, I don't think there's no appeal for it anyway. That's how I knew it was going to flop because Champions League's good enough. If you're good, you're going to be in the Champions League. And as Chris said, if you're not, if you don't, if you don't make the Champions League, or you, I think if you, I swear you can drop down to Europa if you don't at like a certain stage. You go into Europa from Champions League, you know, if you don't make it. Certain. Instead of group stages, I don't know if it was the case now, Neil, because I know that previously the group stages where if you finish in third place, you could go to the Europa League. Yeah. But I'm not sure if it's the case now, in it. But yeah, man. So yeah, like, um, what was I saying? So yeah, no, no, I don't think yeah, it's it's gone past the days of that, and I think everyone, even the fans, knew it was probably a bad idea from the jump. Yeah. Yeah, but but is it a bad idea though? Yeah, it is, man. Because obviously that's the whole point of um, different leagues, isn't it? You're not meant to just have like one super league, which is essentially the Champions League, and even even the um, branding for it, I thought was very similar similar to the Champions League anyway. So I was like, what's going on here? And I started seeing like the branding for it. I didn't even see the branding for it, if I'm honest. You I paid, I paid it no attention because I was just like, listen, this is going to crash in a matter gonna of time. It's going to crash, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I saw, I saw an article on it, in it, so I saw the branding. I was like, mm-hmm. how are they getting away with this? Because it literally looks the same. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. But it's all about more money as well, isn't it? Mm, I'm pretty sure that, yeah, they were saying that how UEFA kind of controls how much each level gets yeah, yeah. and I think with the Super League they were saying that oh how the money is going to be split evenly across the whole board you know what okay. I mean but while the UEFA they, they control that and mm-hmm. it's like you, you we, we've heard the different 
like corruption that they might have had like it's yeah. ridiculous you know what i'm saying so it's like do you blame them yes you could kind of say no you also, don't but then at the same time i don't yeah, think but, they thought they was going to get kicked out of the premier league innit? like so the clubs i said they was getting banned from the premier league as soon as they announced they're part of the super league weren't players. they like saying they cut i know the, the world players. cup the, play, the world cup was one way and the national league yeah. you can't play in the world cup World Cup, okay, it's national. It wasn't. Yeah. I thought it was Premier League as well. Was saying you can't play in the Premier League if you're taking your team. I think they said mm. something about that. I think yeah. Again, like you, you, you could say the same thing about the Premier League. Mm-hmm. The owner saying, "Oh, it's a disgrace." Blah blah blah. Yeah. It's like, come on, big man. Like just because you don't want to hurt your pockets, don't come with this energy because it's like it's not that that. Like it's not like that. Because I took the time out to actually do my own research. Like. Okay, I see where they're coming from, it, but it's still a bad idea, you know, saying disgrace, cheaters, and all sorts of like, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, tricky, it's a tricky thing, but obviously it'll never go through. But I don't think it's going to, yeah, somehow I think it's going to come back in there. At the same time, they have changed stuff in the Champions League now, in terms of like the group stages or something, or the teams qualifying. Mm-hmm. Where's it gone from? Yeah. 24 to 32 now. So they've yeah. added eight extra spots. And then now you, you kind of say to yourself, like, was that whole thing a bluff to convert change? Because mm-hmm. now they might have changed it, like, just a few days after the whole thing collapsed. Yeah. You know? It's a coincidence. I, mm, I don't know. Well, I think, it, like, the whole point of the Champions League is, like, like you have to be the best to be in it. So them making more spaces, where does it end? Are they going to go to 40 teams next? Are they going to go to 50? Yeah, like, where do we go? From, where do you go from here if you keep making it, like, more teams? It's going to basically make it not a Champions League anymore. Yeah, because, yeah. Because I think also with the, the Super League, sorry, like, I think there was a debate. Someone was saying about how, oh, I would rather my team, I would rather watch my team play Real Madrid than watch my team play like Barnsley or Aston Villa you know what I'm saying because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <then my> dad, <laughs> I don't care about that like it's not entertaining to me you know what I'm saying like I want to see my team go up against the best you know yeah but sometimes it's, it's weird in any sport just because like them weird teams like you play you might get whooped by them it might be a more entertaining game than Barca versus um, Bayern Munich because sometimes where you've got two teams which are so good it's just boring because nothing's actually happening yeah. yeah, whereas if you're playing like someone, you the underdog, and the underdog actually comes through and does dirt, you're like, raw. how the, the hell did that just happen? Yeah, so I yeah, don't know, yeah, man. Yeah. I think football's one of the things, until the day, until the game's played, you can't really judge in it. Yeah, a team might have better players, but until you're actually on the pitch, you don't know what's going to happen. Guys, Leicester won the league in 2015. You forgot. Exactly, the underdogs, <laughs> innit? That's what I'm saying. Like, so that's why, that's why if the Super League come around, it would be, I think it would be kind of boring. It would get boring, I think, as well, actually. After a while, it's like, oh, yeah, it was nice, but it's like, now It's like what? playing FIFA, man, when people just pick the super teams constantly. Like, you just... Mm. It's, it just gets boring, innit? Like... Mm. <laughs> Same thing with, with, with Call, didn't it? Like, playing with, with Euroblaze, innit? Oh, my it gets God. boring, bro. <laughs> Stop it, man. This guy, man, just bringing back the COD. This guy almost won or caught a chicken, but he couldn't pull through. I flopped, fam. I flopped, fam. I flopped still. Well, anyway, I was gonna say. So 
next point um have you man um seen the new release of the imax recently like yeah yeah you know? i did i did see a, a a picture of it and it's like a few different colors in it they're trying to go back yeah. like the, how they done it back in the day and how i think okay. it was a g3 with the big back like and then it had like loads of different colors mm-hmm. so, so yeah, yeah. I, think I think they've done the same thing in it but i think they've kind of increased the um the size slightly to 24 no I'm pretty sure. Oh, what, from the, the smallest one, which I think the smallest, the smallest iMac was 21, yeah, 0.5, yeah, I think, yeah. if I'm right. Mm-hmm. And then now mm-hmm. it's 24, so it's like a in between the, the 27 and the 21. Oh, so the, yeah. so the 24 is, is the smallest one now? No, the 24 is like in between the oh, sizes, oh, isn't okay. it? Do you get Because oh, the smallest one before was 21, now they've got a 24 version. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. going to be the newest look, I think, at the minute, because they ain't announced uh, a different size yet. That's yeah. just no. the middle. And it's very slim as well. It's I've always wondered fam. why it is that they go to they stop at thing, you know? They stop at um, 27 and you can't go to 30. You know, like, uh, why, is, why 27? Nah, 27 no, is big you. enough, man. It's big enough, bro. It's way big enough. Usually there's always like an idea or like a rationale. Is it like a technical thing that they do or is it just like the style? You know, there's always something behind it. I'd love to know like and just... Maybe I think it's because the someone. distance, the, the distance you shoot out to a, a computer or a PC, you don't need a 30 inch, isn't it? Because it's about distance. So um, 27 is probably like the maximum they think that someone's going to be sitting at, like distance wise from that actual Mac. Because you're not meant to sit, the sizing is based on how far you sit away from a screen, even TV screens. If you get 65 inch, you're meant to sit like a couple meters back. And also, I want to know, but, uh, I mean, you can, one can know, sorry, Tarun, I, I know you just want to say something. I'm, I just want to know, right, with the 27-inch, because I'm a consumer of, of yeah. the 27-inch Mac, right? And um, is it 27-inch from counting from the black border, or is it 27-inch from when the actual resolution the, screen starts? Uh, the screen. The that's screen, what I want to know. And if that's the, the case, if it's from the screen, then surely three inches would look, I think that would look nice. I'm just saying, you know. So really, the whole thing would probably be like, Maybe that's where they're going with it, isn't it? You know, maybe I think they're so. going to release a 30-inch, isn't it? Maybe that's yeah. what they're planning to do then because they'll keep it essentially, the, as you said, essentially the same size because the bezel on the 24-inch is a bit slimmer. Like, yeah. it's not mm-hmm. got that much bezel around it, which is the black thing around our screens at the minute on the previous iMac. Yeah. yeah. So maybe. But the thing is as well, I, I don't know, man. With this, I don't think it looks like an iMac personally because that black framing has become like something that I'm used to seeing when I see like an Apple product. Mm-hmm. Now it just looks like a regular, like a Windows. There's nothing really to even it, if it's even lost its logo on the face of it. As I'm looking at it now, it's got no logo. It's just a color. It's plain. Mm. So it just looks like very Windows to me. It doesn't really have that Mac feel or that Apple feel to it. And I've also seen that they um they're using their own M1 chip as well, isn't it? Oh, is it in the actual? Yeah, the, the new ones, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, the new ones got the M1 chip, so. Mm. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird move from Apple. I'm surprised they ain't got a branding on the front. If, I know they've still got it on the back, but no one really looks at the back of their Mac, isn't it? No. Tyrone, you said you said the the chip inside. So what this is, I take it, is this something that's Apple manufactured, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Which is, I, I think, think you know you, what this. If that's the case, what this could be the the first signs of is often i mean there's there's a conversation that's looming speaking to a lot of apple consumers that and i think blaze you mentioned this uh a few
few episodes back of how has Apple lost their touch? You know, have they are they now just recycling things? Are they just they've really come up lost ideas? Because you know how obviously over the past give or take twenty years they've had really significant product fifteen years significant products. The iPad is unique in itself. The iPhone is unique in itself. Do you mm, know what I mean? Uh-huh. Right? Um I feel as though this could be if they're having like their own stuff internally, this could be the first major step in a long time of them being like a standalone product on the yeah. inside and outside because they've been so fixated on just working on the outside because they they've been there's been talks of an Apple car you know and so on yeah. and so forth um and I think that we could be seeing something here that it's not really they're not going for aesthetics anymore they're going for more so functionality and what it does you know solely standing alone not relying on let's say something like Intel or the people that supply them with like processors and all that stuff they're actually yeah, developing yeah. their own stuff so maybe i don't know and it could be really exciting to see what it is that they could bring because there's a lot of competitors out there i mean huawei were leading the way with 5g and all of this stuff so they could come with something new yeah i'm looking through the product images now isn't it and i even like when they're side by side when there's more than one they look decent in it the different colors but when there's just one alone i just <laughs> think they look they don't look that like great. And even, I'm looking at the stand. The stand looks a bit like it's just stuck on the back. It doesn't look like it's been thought about too much. It's not really integrated into the actual... Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, like I'll say, the screen and the actual uh, monitor or the, the system. It's yeah. like, you know how our one just flows into the back of the, the um, Mac? The stand, yeah. yeah. The stand just flows in. This one's like, a, it looks like it's... A, just attached like it's been glued on the side yeah it doesn't look like it's flowing but then could that could that represent maybe something where you can now do a lot more of like let's say stands attaching it to a wall or something because you know how people have different workspaces i know Tyrone, you were mentioning about how working oh yeah you you might be right still you know monitors and so on and so forth Mm -hmm. some people may have like an actual rig of some kind where they get a rig for different monitors and oh, yeah, maybe it's attached to one server. Yeah, that's true. So maybe true, this could actually. be something which is. Um, Why it doesn't the to me? To me, it doesn't look like it's detachable, and they haven't included. Um, that would be cool. I think they could vest vest amounts or something mm-hmm. when they have the four. That some TVs and monitors have like four screws on the back of them where you can mount it to this mm-hmm, universal yeah. mount, which like loads of people use because they might have yeah. a dual setup, and then they have two monitors, and they just you can take the stand what comes with like monitors off. Yeah. and just stick it straight on because it has the screws but this doesn't look like it supports that so I don't know it's a bit of a weird move or even if Apple was smart and they come up with a way where they could sell another mount or essentially what can replace the stand but yeah. by the looks of it it doesn't look like it detach, detaches but that's by the looks of it mm-hmm. maybe it does and they ain't actually displayed it on a mount yet so who knows I think that would be pretty sick though to have a kind of mounted up on the wall or Ooh, something yeah. for you to actually work fam then that way it kind of frees up your desk as well because you know what they should have thought about as well because loads of monitors are doing it now even my gaming monitor it can rotate like you can it you know like it's um landscape you can rotate yeah. a portrait when you're coding yeah. that's very useful because you useful, get yeah. exactly. like, scripts and so on that scripts, you need to so see you, yeah exactly yeah. or even like um people who are into like streaming or even like people in trades uh, trade like people who do like Trading. Um, stocks mm. i see sometimes yeah. they have uh one of their monitors like portrait. Um, vertical that portrait yeah yeah adapting so, the technology that they have on phones because you know for the phones yeah. currently they do that thing whereas these don't have that 
orientation yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised they ain't tried to include a stand what can do that because as i said my gaming monitor which i've got recently my og yeah. one it can do that like it, it can rotate yeah that'd be sick though but yeah what and even the... the stand itself doesn't look like it's really improved because i've got this as I'm, I'm comparing it to my gaming monitor but the gaming monitor has like a stand which it doesn't have no buttons or any clicks things, but it's based on weight and you can adjust the height of it. Like you can just easily just push it up and then it adjusts the height of the actual stand. Whereas mm -hmm. um, Apple's still, you've got the one standard height, so you can't really, if you're different heights or you're sitting at a desk at a different um, height, you can't adjust it to um, make your viewing better essentially and stop uh, stress on your body, which is surprising because mm -hmm. I thought they would try and include something like that by now seen as it's so slim like they wouldn't need to do too much because it's mm. surely it's not a weight thing probably wouldn't be a weight problem so the stand wouldn't have to be much bigger it would not need to be designed mm -hmm. any different way to get what i mean so it's a, it's a bit strange how we're not seeing these things it's just a bog standard stand you might just have to shot too <laughs> well it is isn't it it's not really it's just changed the look but it's not changing the functionality of it yeah and just adding some bare colors to it from Imagine if we had these at um, at Uni Bro, like <laughs> we've got different rows of colors from mm -hmm. like a rain, like a rainbow team or something, in it. Like mm. it would look sick, innit? Uh, but... I think I think that's what it's gonna look like the best when they're all lined up against each other, innit? But I don't think not too many colors. Maybe like a few of them, like three colors, would look sick. So like what have, have they released the color range then, or is it? Yeah, yeah. Something? So it's, it's, yeah, it's it's on the website now, is... they've got like. You've got they're blue, you've got purple. You've they're got not bright, pink. they're like um, dull colours. Yeah, like pastel, like sort of. Pastel, yeah, yeah, yeah. pastel yeah. colours. You've got green, you've got silver. The silver, the silver one. The, the, the silver one's black. the best, I think. Nah. Yeah, no. Nah. There's no black. But the, to be fair, there's already the iMac Pro anyway. The iMac Pro yeah, comes yeah. in like a, sac, like a dark metallic colour anyway. That's the thing as well. I don't know what this is pitched towards. Like, is this pitched towards the everyday user? Is it pitched towards the designer mm -hmm. it's hard to tell really because it's not really using them typical words which they would use to try and grab like a certain market mm -hmm. so maybe it's, it's just pitched towards the everyday user like so a bit like, user. The Mac, a bit like the macbook in it mm -hmm. essentially yeah. and a bit like the iphones like the um, lower budget iphones where you've got loads of different colors maybe mm -hmm. it is just the everyday user and then maybe the one that 27 inch or whatever the next size up they release is going to be more targeted towards like the designer the creatives uh yeah the people but, who use the imac 27 is usually now anyway i don't think everyday people go for the 27 personally I don't, I don't really see them they usually go for the smallest one which is the 21 yeah if you're not doing any, any like editing or whatever yeah but i was i think with this one with the 8 gig as well boy you will struggle if you do any like animation or Big stuff time. like that you, you will struggle big brand. time yeah. <laughs> you need to have a lot of yeah. memory and stuff like that so. oh yeah so it's, they're smart it's a, can you even access the ram on this one you know how not all ones you can access yeah. it i don't know if it's you can access it yeah. i don't yeah. think you'll be able to access it on this one because i can't see any um entry point points for the back yeah very so, clever yeah. i reckon this is probably just for the everyday person by the looks of it and obviously by the specs of it, I don't think it's for Because it's them ones where people. Yeah. No, nah, because I think it's them ones where like you know how 
somebody like for example what was it called my my auntie said oh i want to get a an apple like macbook in it i was like what do you what does it throw in it's like oh i just mm. want to have it because i have it and it's like <laughs> no. oh, please say this louder for the people in the back how many discussions i've had with so many oh, people that help it's like in reality you know when this is my take on it as a designer mm. if you are going to be designing things apple is the way forward but yeah. you can use pc stuff but mm -hmm. if you're going to be doing admin stuff so i.e microsoft office and so on just get your do yourself a favor and get yourself a hp or a pc of that sort because they are so much more efficient i find yeah in doing yeah. that kind of stuff people just like mac because they're like or apple should we say because oh it's shiny shiny new macs the brand apple. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know when mm. in reality it doesn't do your job to the best possible yeah. and most easiest possible way yeah yeah I don't know, yeah, their office programs have come up though a lot, like, I, they, they have, have actually, they have, yeah, they have, like, where's yeah. pages, I use pages quite a bit. Yeah, they have, yeah. they have as well still, so, but yeah, what I was going to say as well, um, um, not you, Blaze, but Chris, do you get, um, like, a weekly report about your screen time? It's still on this me, Android, it's still a part of Aliens, <laughs> like, I'm out here, Android, you know. Nah, yeah. you, you're not part of this conversation, my guy. <laughs> nah. I mean, but to, now, to, answer your, to answer your question, Tyrone, yeah, I do. Yeah. And I actually, if I'm honest, you find it quite useful because it's a case of where it allows me to just see where maybe I'm overdoing it a bit on my phone. Do you know what I mean? Because digital mm -hmm. devices, yeah, they're good, but like anything, it needs to be done with control. And we yeah. all are guilty every now and then of losing control of something. So I think it's pretty good. Um, and also the fact that it gives a detailed breakdown onto like what apps you're using, what apps you're not using and so on. And does it give um, you like daily, like what days you usually spend? Yeah, hours and all sorts. Yeah. It's very good analytics that I feel are really, really, if you take the Helpful, time yeah. to any, discuss to any Apple user. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm sure, Blaze, even for you as well, like Android are probably in the process, if not, they have their own. They, I think they do, app. I just saying activate it. I'm pretty sure because yeah. I most yeah. even, even like just not the, the OS, sorry for interrupting mm -hmm. you, but no, no, so like, yeah. for instance, like a lot of the um, like apps are becoming aware of it because I think Instagram's got built in one you can use. Uh, yeah. And mm -hmm. I'm sure there's ways on Twitter to it and other apps like you can see your um, your usage, like mm -hmm. how long yeah. you're spending on them, and you can set like limits or reminders okay. for like if you let's say you only want to spend 20 minutes a day on an app, as soon as you hit that 20 minutes, it mm -hmm. will just remind you and say mm -hmm. you spent 20 minutes. Do you want to like continue or shut down basically? And then yeah. Mm -hmm. Another thing but, I find I've done this years ago anyway is I think notifications in it because notifications are the things that draw you to something anyway. So I turned mm -hmm. my notifications off years ago. Once I realised it, like, the notification has so much power because yeah. as a human, yeah. when you see a notification, you might not want to go see what it's about, but because mm -hmm. your curiosity just will always drag you to find out what it's talking about. Yeah. Do you get it? Yeah, because yeah, it's true. Like, the set... A long time like, ago. My same in it. And, and the thing is that everyone kind of gets onto me. Like, mm. oh... I message and said, listen, bro, like, unless I go on the app, I'll see yes, it, innit? Yeah. If, it, if it's important, just pick up the phone and phone call me. Ring. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's the other thing now. Uh, the way it's, what it's done to people, like this notification and social media and all these things, they ex people expect you to reply Like, quick. It's like... Because it's like, they can talk to you instantly. And like, obviously back in the day, we used to have to like, pick up the phone and get through to someone. 
yeah. or leave a voicemail and then wait for them to get back. But now we've grown up in a culture where we think we deserve a reply straight away. And look, some people think, I don't, I don't expect it. When I text someone, I don't care if they text me like a week later. Mm-hmm. Obviously, as long as they try and reply if I've asked a question, but it doesn't really yeah. bother me. Like, but some people, they'll keep messaging you or keep trying to, until you answer, like, and they won't even give it a day. It might even be a couple of hours. Fam, your, your girl would be screwed. <laughs> nah, it's, it's, this is actually quite an interesting point. But obviously, as you said, because if someone's, if it's that important, mm-hmm. they should be ringing your line or at least texting yeah. your number, not like yeah. going through any of these social medias or WhatsApp. If it's that important, yeah. obviously they're the most important things that someone's going to see a, a, a call or actual text, like a text message come through, or iMessage yeah. or whatever. They're going to see that and they're gonna. it's obviously more important than going through a social um, yeah. media app, in my opinion, yeah. anyway. There's actually there was a really good documentary on Netflix that I saw, and it spoke roughly on the human's response or human brain to this world that we live in of digital you know, interfaces and so on. And it said that how there was some kind of experiment done. If, if I, I wish I, I had the name of what the documentary was in mind, but it basically goes, there's an experiment done with how the human brain used to respond to when we were primitive creatures like cavemen and so on to danger of like let's say they see like a saber-toothed cat right approaching us and how humans respond to notifications that come up on our phone that there is a similarity between how intensively we used to respond back then to like life-threatening danger and notifications coming in on our phone in present day what i'm trying to say is that how it just goes to show how dangerous of a world and an environment we live in because of digital um, devices that we yeah. get the same thrill and the same rush that we would have got if we were fighting for our lives when we see a notification on our phones. We're not supposed, mm-hmm. we're basically under constant stress, but we, because we do it all the time, we don't even realize that we're doing it. So yeah. Yeah. what I'm trying to say, linking it back to where Tyrone, what Tyrone has mentioned, I think it's actually a very good thing yeah. that they have to, you know, when it comes to, this is how much time you spend on your phone. So you know that, okay, mm-hmm. fine. Even if these things come, up on my phone, notifications, text messages, whatever, I can put it down because for last week yeah. it said that I was a bit high. Do you know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. let me ease up a bit. Let me just back off if and maybe... If I said it feels a bit high, you said you're a bit high. Yeah, like, oh, as in like yeah. high usage. Yeah, it's high, high, high usage, yeah. yeah, yeah. And obviously so it's, it's not good it's, for your eyes anyway, looking at a screen yeah. constantly because you're even looking at your phone or you're, if you're working on mm-hmm. a Mac or whatever, on your Mac, desktop, yeah. it's a lot of screen time we're absorbing right now. Yeah. I know even mm. like even after like work or whatever, you're gonna be watching. Like, I don't know if you watch TV or you play console or whatever. That's more screen time. So how much time do we actually give our eyes rest? A rest, especially now it, where where everyone's at home, remote working and stuff like that, isn't it? Like you're on, you're always around screen. You know what I'm saying? Screen. Like well in the office like you were traveling to work on the underground and you know yeah, what i mean so you might not have your phone out completely but completely just, you know what i mean yeah yeah man so yeah no it's definitely a good thing but then do you think um like you were saying about how off screen time and limiting the amount of time you spend let's say on instagram right mm-hmm. but for us creatives is it demons where we always have to be connected because we are going to be the designers who will be designing for that audience who are always spending their most time on their phones. So is it them as they, we also have to be part of that or you don't think that's the case or, or, we don't, or you don't think we really have to be um, really well, connected? It's, it's, if this, you know, 
maybe I'll just to try and tackle what you what you've asked, Tyrone. I think that's where the use of uh, design pages comes into play because we're talking about let's say something like um, uh, a social media platform, right? Yeah. A social media platform is essentially a form of UX and UI. Mm-hmm. What I have found in my time is that there are people out there that are actually run pages that just say the trends currently happening on UX and UI. And I feel like that simplifies or allows us as designers to be like, oh, okay, cool. In a, in a, in a summarized way, this is what is happening. We don't now have mm-hmm. to go and start, start being on Instagram for hours and hours, drawing up our own conclusions to be like, okay, bang, yeah. bang, 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 bang. We've got it in a, you know, summative way. So, yeah. um... I think it's one of them ones where, yes, we are in a bit of a situation where we need to technically need to respond, need to be looking at these devices. However, there are ways to simplify that as well. So you don't have to look for too long. Whereas before, when they didn't have these things, you'd have to be looking for a longer period of time and being like, okay, is that a trend that maybe I could push? Is that and you know what I mean? And then you you gather all this information, you conclude at your own take. Yeah, I don't don't think you have to be you don't have to dive that much into it nowadays because a lot of the things, a lot of the, like, the algorithms, they all bring to forefront like what's popping or what actually, to be fair, it's hard because that'll be still personal. But if you go look at someone else's algorithms you and like things, you can start, or ask them a few people questions, you start getting like a small pool of like what is working and what's not or like how do, I, like how can I take an idea from here and apply it to my work or if I want to put something out, how do I get the best impact? Mm-hmm. I don't think, as Chris said, I don't feel like you have to do too much these days because it's like mm-hmm. pretty much in front of you or you can find even like, if you just happen to Google, you probably come out with 10 articles or 10 little pages explaining what the key things are right now or the key yeah. trends. So you don't have to do too much work, essentially. Yeah, I agree. Really a lot of resources. Really a lot. Not just for, for, for platforms like Instagram, but even other sources of yeah. inspiration or whatever, like Shutterstock, for instance. You type in branding, you're not yeah. going to get branding of the 1960s unless you specifically type in branding of the 1960s. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You'll get branding of what's... Like, if you just type in branding, trending of now. Do you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. what people are clicking on the most. Like right, the people, exactly. Even the designers, because that's probably based on the algorithm. So the yeah. people like... Or the way it's getting purchased or like... Do you get it? Like, we based mm-hmm. on certain things which you can kind of see what other people are doing. You can mm-hmm. either choose to go that way or you can choose to go a different way, innit? But yeah. there's easy ways to do it now whereas before before like internet for instance it must have been crazy to be on the side of thinking about it because it must have been long the trends yeah, it, it must have actually been long, been long there is like, definitely you, still something i admire of that though but yeah, sorry go on Tarun, you were saying being isolated from everything or having to like proper scramble for everything mm-hmm. it um lets you have unique voices whereas now yeah it's mm-hmm. everything i feel like the whole world is like branding in a certain specific way there's not really there might be a small pockets here and there which are doing their own thing but it's like everyone's just following i don't know us or uk or i don't know certain european countries the way they're doing stuff and they're just everyone's just adopting that same philosophy and same design i i guess yeah whereas everyone, back in the day, everyone should be following what's the point that's what I think everyone yeah, should be. Yeah, everyone should be. But um, back in the day where it was harder for like information to spread and travel, everyone was doing their own thing in their own country. So they all had a different voice. So when you go to the, even like, if you look at like architecture and all these like places, they all look built different and stuff. But I feel like as time goes on now, we're going to start seeing loads of places just looking the same because they either hiring the same architects or like going for the same style of like a popular place. So they're yeah. not going to have their own unique flair to them, I don't think. Because I, I miss the days where, brother, I don't know about you, man, like where 
you would um, subscribe to a magazine, and then something will come along, and for you to actually yeah. flip the page, like mm-hmm. the, the, page, the pages in it, because it's like yeah. it's, it wasn't so instant, and it actually would give you time for you to review stuff. Like, oh, okay, shit. Okay. I think it allows. That's the trending. Yeah. For me, you know it I mean? really allowed individuals to see who was passionate about something and who's not. Because, you know, nowadays, yeah. you just type in whatever, right? The internet mm-hmm. is an amazing thing. However, at the same time, it allows a lot of pretenders to, you know, yeah, pretend. Yeah, we spoke about, yeah, you know we spoke I mean? about this quite yeah. a bit. So, it's just like, I feel like when you're... back, The good thing about back in the day, why I admire it is because you really saw people that were, as they say, loyal to the soil. Passion. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, Passion yeah, about it. Yeah. Fam, even the days like at uni, sorry, like one la la last part, uh, even the days at uni uh, where we like, bro, I know we didn't like it that much, mm-hmm. but we kind of enjoyed going to this Tate Modern and stuff like that because yeah, yeah. we had to go there to see the latest the stuff and actually yeah, be actually put experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, sometimes it wasn't even the latest stuff. Sometimes in the, some of the places we was going to see, we was going to see stuff we maybe seen before seen or different before. styles. So it's like it yeah. allows you to see different... Um, Perspective, and that's what it? I'm saying. Like in 20 years' time, when we look back, we're not really going to see much of that. I don't think mm-hmm. we're going to see like certain design trends, mm-hmm. and that's it. We're not going to see like the different types of that, things, styles, yeah. and stuff. Like it's going to be like a few, and then that's yeah, it. P- like yeah. for like certain time, like that time. Um, I don't know. If, let's say 2010 to 2020. There's only going to be a few trends. What are going to yeah. be displays kind of, or you can be yeah. seen like whereas but like, i feel like when you go to these things you see a lot more variant of um styles mm-hmm. across the world but as i say i reckon like when you when we in 20 years time when we go we'll see like this as something was designed in brazil and be like oh wow, that looks like a uk or a us influence advert, kind of thing. Influence yeah. thing whereas i feel like every now. place on earth before had like a certain flair to them and they had like a certain thing you can just tell by looking at it it's from a certain yeah. region mm-hmm. yeah because it's the same way how we went to Paris to see what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, doing our trip. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that, like, that was the whole point of going there. But, anyway. Yeah. What they're doing currently and what they've done before, yeah. Exactly. They had you know. their own voice, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, I think this is episode... What, must... what is this again? Episode 54. 54? 53? Yeah. Nah, no, it's 54. We're on 54, bro. 54. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> 54, yeah. This is this has been episode 54. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at what's the point CP. Go back and listen to our previous episodes because, you know, we do drop a good bombs, a few stuff like that. But, yeah, until next time, take care. Thank you.